Hello, welcome to day five of Podmas on the Side of Life podcast. I'm Leanne. And I'm Al. Hi. Hello. What? Hello. What? Just going to move my mic a bit. It's a bit low. Which is surprising because I'm quite short. Still a bit too low. <laughs> so day five. Anyone sick of hearing our voices yet? I am. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and Peanut's come to join us. Peanut's our dog, by the way. A little uh, rescue pedenko from Spain. You can hear him jangling his collar. <laughs> Hello, Vina. Anyway, so what are we talking about today, lovely Leah? Today, the episode is themed by the song, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about the most Christmassy places in Europe. So if you haven't listened to Podmas so far, first of all, go back like four what episodes. Um, but we are counting down to Christmas by releasing a podcast every day. Well, we have done so far on this day five, and we've got yeah. 20 days to go, so... <laughs> we'll see how that goes. There'll be one day where I'm going to have to wake Leanne up because she drunk too much Baileys in the afternoon. <laughs> and she'll be snoring on the sofa, and I'll be like, you've got to do a podcast again. It's quite possible. Anyway, so... We are talking today, well, let it snow, let, let it snow, let it snow, is the most Christmassy places in Europe. Now, unfortunately, most people won't be able to travel to those this year because of the horrible C word, which we're not going to go into. Um, but just imagine that you were going to travel. Just, 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 just let your imagination fly. And also, you've done a poll on Instagram, haven't you? I have. I have. Well, this afternoon, I looked at all the places we've been to in December uh, since we have been uh, travelling full time. Um, and could you believe we've been to sixteen different places? Around, around winter. Yeah, so Christmas. when like the Christmas trees are up, the markets are on, the lights are sparkling, 16 different places. It's pretty impressive. So how we could begin to whittle that down, I don't know. Hmm. I'm, 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 I know that even when we started talking about it, we disagreed. And then we've got to, when you listen back to our, our market, Christmas market podcast as well, I think we disagreed there. We did, we did. So I thought I'd engage the Insta mm-hmm. and ask people via a series of polls, which one they believed was the most Christmassy. And I tried to theme it, like keeping them in the same country or a similar region. Um, And we've got the results in. So I say we go through them, we talk about each place, we decide our favourite, and then I will reveal who won. Wow. Did you like the pause there that I did for like suspense? did i did i liked yeah. it you um you definitely build you, you're getting good at this broadcasting thing aren't you? why thank you i'm a broadcaster <laughs> <laughs> should i add that to my resume on my linkedin <laughs> leanne elliott a business psychologist international broadcaster and a bit of a wazzock <laughs> yes so let's get stuck in then so where are so you, let me just see if i get this straight so you've got what you're going to do is you're going to say two places and you're going to pitch them against each other. And I have to decide what I think is the most Christmassy or most wintry. You have to think decide what yours, yours is the most wintry. And then we'll reveal what Instagram Ooh. thinks. No, I like this. I say we, we go for the two places. We both pick a camp. Mm-hmm. And we, we fight for them. Why we think they're more Christmassy than the mm-hmm. other. And then we'll reveal the, the poll. I like that. Let's do it. So where's place number one? Well, place is number one and two. Place is number one. We're starting in the UK, Mm -hmm. home to us. So it's a glorious place. Mm -hmm. Home is in our native home, not currently, but you know what I mean. Um, So the two places I have, Manchester, Mm -hmm. of course, and Thurnham. Now, bear with me. This seems like an odd (laughs) choice. But when we were left 
the last proper, proper Christmas, we were back in the UK, 2019. Uh, we left, we went via Surrey to see uh, my sister Jill and her family, your sister Louise and her family who are in Surrey. And then we stopped in Thurnham at a pub overnight before we got the Eurotunnel back. And it was such a beautiful Christmassy pub. So. It was called the Black Horse. The Black Horse Inn had great accommodation as well. Very dog friendly. But we're going to talk about this. Al. We're going to talk about this. Oh, so are you taking, you corner Manchester or you corner Thurnham? See how I left a pause there for a bit of dramatic yeah, effect. I, I too am a broadcaster. Um, <laughs> and a wazic. <laughs> <laughs> so, and also we noticed that uh, a large proportion of our uh, listeners are from the from the US. So there's a new word for it. It's a Yorkshire word, wazic, which basically means idiot, wazic. You can use that next time you're <laughs> you're trawling through. I don't know. Are you on the bio in in New Orleans? Is that the bio? I don't know. Anyway, so um, I'm going to go with Thurnham, and the reason I'm going to go with Thurnham is quite simply because although Thurnham itself as a village may not be necessarily Christmassy, we didn't see a lot of it. That pub was brilliant. We just basically opened the door, and the heat of the fire hit us in the face, and they got all these draft ales here, which are like hand pull ales, and there was a Christmas tree in the corner. They got a Christmas menu. I'm sure, maybe I've just imagined it was a there was a Labrador knocking about somewhere, um, and it, and Christmas music on, and I just for me it was like wow, this is like Christmas. This is amazing. I think as well because we just had a lovely Christmas. We were we were all in the festive spirit, weren't we? So it was all very warm and fuzzy. Great, great dog what pub as you? well. I'm I'm gonna go team Manchester and I would have done that anyway, simply because Manchester is the first place that I experienced a German Christmas market, mm-hmm. which is fabulous. It's been really funny to see how it's gone from like just being in Albert Square, which is the main town square in Manchester, and now they're all over Manchester, the Christmas markets. That big Santa thing, which is which has had a couple of iterations over the years, mm-hmm. and the one in the picture isn't my favourite. There was one before that that I, I preferred. It was like a it was like a big blow up one, wasn't it? Which is brilliant. But there's just Manchester is just where Christmas starts. You know, it's where we have we have for Christmas with our friends. We, we go for random drinks and between Christmas and New Year and end up getting absolutely drunk on too much Baileys. Um, the shopping, the Christmas shopping in Manchester. Oh, it's just where Christmas, it's just the home of Christmas, Al. It's the home of Christmas. I should feel, I feel like I need to explain that for Christmas is not a Vietnamese Christmas. Um, it's F-A-U-X. It's uh, something created by Laura and Stephanie, I think. And me. And you, and you, of course, of course. Well, you're here, though. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm including them. Um, and uh, for Christmas is basically like like false Christmas. Um, so you ch- tend to the week before, we all get together with our friends and have a pretend Christmas, um, which generally means drinking a lot and having ha- something to eat. Yeah, which is a Christmas curry, which is the the. It's definitely the. <laughs> it's very British. The last couple of years, we have been various of the place. Do you remember the year of the uh, fish pizza? I'd really rather not. <laughs> I left that fish pizza, if I remember. I took it as a takeaway, as a joke for Steph, because uh, it was it was the grimmest thing I think I've ever put in my mouth, which sounds a bit weird. Um, and, I remember, <clears throat> and I remember leaving it on a bin somewhere thinking, well, maybe someone who's less fortunate than me. And then I thought, hmm, they have to be pretty fucking unfortunate to be hungry enough to sit down <laughs> to a fish pizza anyway mm. so that was for christmas so where what, what about what, what did um, instagram say instagram yeah instagram went with thurnum 
Fernham. You see, I was right. I, it's controversial in my opinion, but fine. Whatever. Fine. It was a very Christmassy pub, so fine. Okay, so where's location number two of seven? Eight. Eight. Yeah, we have, yeah. We have to speed this up. Okay, number two. So the first one is Copenhagen, where we went in December 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we met our friends Chris and Paul, who we've talked about already on the podcast. Um, Chris and Paul. Chris and Paul and Steph. Who Steph, is it? Steph and Paul. I Steph think. and Paul. Who did I say? You said Chris. I don't know who Christina and Paul are, but they're not friends of mine. Sorry, Steph. <laughs> I've got Christmas, Chris. I've got it on my mind. Mm-hmm. I've got it on my mind. So anyway, Copenhagen versus Malaga. Al, which one do you want to take? I think I went with Malaga. Okay, I'll, I'll take Copenhagen. And the reason I went with Malaga is just because what we talked about yesterday, the beautiful tunnel lights, but there's no snow. It's not It's not a Christmassy destination necessarily. It's just cool because, anyway, so what did Instagram say? So you've gone for Malaga, even though you didn't really big it up that much there. <laughs> I'm from Malaga, even though it's not the most Christmassy place in the world. <laughs> Go back a couple of episodes, listen to Feliz Navidad. We love, we love a Spanish Christmas. We do. Copenhagen, as you'd imagine, very cold. Very pretty, lots of lights. Um, I I think I yeah, remember it's so fun, even though I was really ill. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. At one point, I was pretty like when then COVID happened. I was like, maybe I had COVID, but then I realised no, it couldn't have been. I mean, it might have been, but it probably wasn't. But I was really, really ill. But I still had such a great time, and I think as well because it was our last trip away with our friends before the whole mm-hmm. COVID happened. Mm-hmm. It's just a glorious, glorious time, and. Not surprisingly, Instagram agrees 100% to Copenhagen. That's weird, because I'm pretty sure I voted for Malaga in that one, so I've been outvoted massively on that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so three out of eight takes us to Germany. Mm. So in 2017, when we started our our little travel adventure... Um, we decided to work our way back to the UK for Christmas via all the Christmas markets in Germany, which was which was as epic as it sounded. Mm-hmm. Um, but we picked out two of the ones. There, I think, more feature later on. But our first two that are going head to head are Dresden and Rothenburg. Okay, so I think I went for Rothenburg. Okay, I'll take Dresden. And the reason I went is that it's like a chocolate box place. We've talked about this before in the podcast. You just, you, you go through this walled city, this arch into this. If you can imagine, I'm painting you a picture here. You go through this arch into this walled city. It's a slight hill. On the left-hand side, there's a shop that just seems to sell Christmas chocolate. And it's beautifully lit. And then on the right, there's a hotel with a roaring fire. And then you go into the the middle. And there's all these beautiful little little stalls. And the the place just looks incredible. The clock tower looks incredible. But... (laughs) It is like being in a movie set. It It is. It is. But with ruthless German efficiency... Everything shuts at 8 p.m. <laughs> so you are kind of screwed. Which is 8... unfortunate when you only arrive at 7.15. 7.15. I went back to go and get a jumper and the dog, walked in, came back. Leanne's like, you're screwed, mate. It's all over. It's like, but I got your glue vine 20 minutes ago. <laughs> just now, just basically cold wine. <laughs> it's no... just wine at this point. <laughs> it's, it's vine, not glowing wine. By the way, nod to our German friends in Pula who taught us what glue means, which apparently means glowing. Mm. Um, so what what is to say? 
Well, before we delve into this, I'll say what, what I think about Dresden. I'm not sure quite get the format out. But Dresden was the first stop on our trip to Germany for the Christmas markets. Um, and it was it was extra, the Dresden Christmas market, wasn't it? There was there was like like there's a little Ferris wheel. There was like whole houses built to like have a beer and there's whole houses built that you just have like toys popping out of things. It was very extra. Again, it was a bit like being in a movie. Something you'd see in like, you know, you see like, um, what was it called? Home Alone 2 when he goes into that toy shop in New York. Mm. It was like that, right? Mm -hmm. So um, it was miserable though. It rained a lot. But um, for a first year market, it was, it was everything you wanted it to be. It was. But I, I agree with you. I think if you want that Christmas vibe, it has to, it has to be Rottenberg and Instagram agrees with you. 83% to 17. Yes. So the next one I've lost count, maybe number four. We have well, we're in we're in Poland, mm -hmm. one of our favourite places. So to can spend. I just say, would this be a poll around <laughs> poles? It's a it is exactly what it is. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> uh -oh. so two places I think we've talked about before on the podcast. We have Gdansk and we have Wroclaw. Mm. I would like to take Wroclaw. Well, I've thought Gdansk. Oh, well, there you go. So Wroclaw for me. I went with um, my friends um, just a couple of weeks before Al and I went. In fact, I think that's why we went because I was like, it's pretty cool. We should go and spend a bit of time there. And we stayed a little bit outside the city. And I'm sure we talked about this on our winter winter episode. It's so affordable. It's so pretty. The city center is just gorgeous. The Christmas markets are amazing. The lights, it's just so, so beautiful. And I think... You can you can take the German Christmas markets and they're brilliant and they're everything you'd expect them to be. But there's something about taking a Christmas market in just a, a different way in a different place in Europe. They just put their own little spin on it. Mm -hmm. um, and my favorite spin in Rotslav was how having a glue vine is not enough. It's not enough, Al. No. That's not going to keep no. you warm when it's minus six, which it was. Yes. You need to lace that. With what? Whatever the fuck you want. You want <laughs> apple brandy. You want just brandy. You want to put a bit of rum in that. You want vodka in that. That's absolutely fine. You can pick, <laughs> right? I want a glue vine with this, or I want a hot chocolate with this, or I, I remember is going, and I think we had three, mm -hmm. and then I was like, I can't see we need to go home. <laughs> and you know, listeners, that we can handle our alcohol, but my God, it kept, kept us warm though. I didn't feel cold. No. And then, and a lovely little story there. We got uh, we got approached by this little kid. Maybe he was about seven or eight. Maybe I don't know anything about kids. And maybe he was twelve. Maybe he was twenty-two. I don't know. Um, and uh, and he walked up to us and he was asking for money. And I saw him going around asking other people for money. He walked up to us and said, and and he said in in, in Polish, um, uh, you know, basically, can you give some me some money? And we always said, sorry, we're English. And he said in perfect English, went, that's no problem. Let's talk in English. Please give me some money. <laughs> and we were like, do you know what, my friend? There's some slotty for you there because you have stepped up <laughs> above and beyond. So and stay good. in school. Use that English, my friend. You'll do well. <laughs> you've clearly got the charm yeah. and you've got the cleverness. So. And the chutzpah. Good luck to you. Okay. So where are we on? Oh, oh, sorry. I forgot my format now. Do we go to Instagram? So it's, is it Gdansk versus Wotslab? What's your, what's your gut say? I think I said... Did I say Gdansk? You did. Oh, you okay. haven't even talked about Gdansk yet. 
Oh, Gdansk. I mean, we're, we're running high. This, we're only on like number four or five of eight. Um, but Gdansk, beautiful place. We talked before the, the decorations stay up till about middle of February. Uh, beautiful walled city. Um, a lovely place. If you find, if you ever go to one of these like indoor markets where they've got lots of little different restaurants in there, um, so you walk into one big thing. There's a place called the Granary. Um, you'll have to tr translate that into Polish to find out what it is. But the granary, you walk in there, maybe about 15 different restaurants, almost like little tiny stores that make their own little sort of one does a burger, one does traditional dumplings, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Beautiful place, great drinks. Gdansk has just got a heart. I think it's just the most amazing place. And if you remember back to about episode maybe 24, 25, we talked about it's got a bar which only sells cherry wine or cherry liqueur, and you can either, and your choice is, you've got three choices, have it hot, have it cold, or fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's all your choices are. So you want a beer, fuck off. It is, which in itself makes it Christmassy. I think what we've said before about Gdansk previously on the, on the podcast is that if you've never been to Eastern Europe, and and I understand there's still a little bit of nervousness, so I think that's getting it's getting more and more normal to travel to Eastern Europe now. But there might still be people out there that are still unsure. Um, and I think if you are, then Gdansk is a really friendly, Western-friendly mm -hmm. place to start. I mean, Poland is Western-friendly anyway now, but... Even in terms of Poland, Gdansk is just it's just a very safe, friendly, touristy, yet full of history, full of great architecture, very, very pretty. It's a great, great place to go. And unsurprisingly, Instagram agrees, 83% to Gdansk versus 17 to Wroclaw. Cool. So Do you remember when we had to like Google how to say Wroclaw? Oh God, we call it Wroclaw because it's spelled W-R-O-C-L-A-W. Now, it's not really, because if you're Polish, then you'll know that the L has got little little line across the top of it, which means it's a different sound. And, and the C. Yeah. So uh, we said Rawclaw, and people were like, what the hell are you talking about? And apparently it's Rotslav. Yes. No, am I saying that right? Rots yeah, Rotslav. Yeah, yeah. Rotslav. Yeah, yeah. Not Rawclaw. Oh, okay. I've got the next one. It froze. It froze, but we're fine. We're back on. Okay. So the next one, we took some winter scenes to Instagram. We have Maribor. It's technically not a marble, but it's like 10 minute drive outside. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And the other one is Nordhalben. I'm going to take Nordhalben. You should. You absolutely should. So Nordhalben was a very remote village that we stopped in because it was when we were doing our Christmas market tour. It was, was it the stop between like we did Dresden and Leipzig and then did we stop there and then go to Rottenburg? Rottenburg, yeah. yeah I think so. So it's a tiny little village. We picked it because it had an open fire in the Airbnb. It turned out it didn't have an open fire, but it did have a sauna in the living room, which was that interesting. Was weird. Didn't want to sit down in there. I don't know how many people. Don't know how many naked Germans yeah, have been in exactly. that. Let's be honest. <laughs> so, <laughs> to be fair, this was pre-COVID times, though, so maybe we've been a bit prudish. But <laughs> but the best Still, thing about you don't Nord want to put your genitals on someone else's <laughs> genital print, do you? <laughs> Especially when it's sweaty and hot. <laughs> Moving maybe, on. maybe. <laughs> but the great thing about Nordhalben is it was a bit snowy when we were there. And do you remember we passed like a sign that was like the old Eastern, Western Germany mm. border. And they had a whole sign there with like a some history around it. Very, very interesting. And the drive itself was incredible through yeah, Bavaria. It was beautiful. just stunning. Um, but Nordhalben, tiny little, tiny little village. And it snowed when, when we got there anyway. And then we woke up the next morning and I'm not, lying right we have an extra trail we had an extra trail mm -hmm. big four by four 
SUV kind of car. We couldn't see it. We couldn't even <laughs> see the wig mirrors for the snow. It was completely covered. It must have been a good like four foot of snow. It's the most yeah. snow I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was amazing. It was incredible. And that was also the time I'm, I'm pretty sure you would have heard the story, but Al took a peanut for a walk, completely lost him because he went chasing after a deer. Yeah. But it was just so, so Christmas. It was like being in a Christmas card. It was just gorgeous. It was. So what did we, so I went for, what did I go for? Maribor. Maribor, you went for. Well, what, tell us about Maribor. Oh, Maribor, so, well, we've talked a lot about Maribor, both autumnal Maribor um, and um, uh, and winter Maribor. Uh, it's very high up. Uh, we said, like, possibly yesterday, day before, it's maybe about an hour from Bled, it's in the north of Slovenia, it's, it's just beautiful, lots of trees, there's a ski slope that we could see from our windows, so literally we look at, open our French doors into a little terrace. Um, look out across the river, and in front of us, above the river, was a ski slope, a huge hill with a big ski slope. Um, amazing place. Um, and, and that's where we went, where we took the picture that's on Instagram. And it is very, because um, Maribor is a very close to the Austrian border. It's only about 15-minute drive from Austria. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is very Alpine, isn't mm-hmm. it? And, and very, um, very Austrian, so it's very beautiful. Um, and Instagram agreed, down 67% said Maribor, 33% said Nordhaven. Very good. So the next one, a local, local derby, <laughs> maybe. Uh, we have mm. Budapest versus Bratislava. So we actually went to Budapest for the first time when we were staying in Bratislava because it's only about an hour mm-hmm. drive away. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went around Christmas time to both. I'm going to take Budapest because I know you're not a massive fan, but I would like to tell you why I love Budapest. I'd like that. So anyone who's been to Budapest, you know, you've got Budi, you've got Pest, and you've got as a city, and you've got the river that goes down the middle. It's stunning. Like, the architecture is just mind-blowing. But then what I loved about Christmas is that it just seems to just sprawl across the city. Like, you turn a corner, and you see a new tree or a new light display. You turn another corner, and there's a little mini Christmas market. You turn into the big square, and it's just packed full of people pre-COVID of, of like the most amazing like stalls and food and little trinkets and glue vines and it just it, it I felt that weekend and I remember that weekend so clearly I felt like it just the city just picked me up and gave me a really good little cuddle and then just like let me go again with just the warmest fuzzy feeling and I understand we've been back to Budapest since and and not loved it as much but for that weekend alone Budapest has my heart. Got offered drugs more times in Budapest than we have <laughs> like in our entire lives. <laughs> we did, we did was, an escape room as well that weekend we in Budapest. Did. We did. I mean, it sounds a bit strange, but it was it was cool. But it we came fun. out the escape room and some guy comes like, hey, "Do you want a bit of weed?" And I'm like, "No." He says, "Oh, cocaine." I was like, "No." He's like, "Oh, heroin." He's like, "No, mate. No, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> we just want a gin and tonic." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so for me, Budapest was lovely. Really liked the city. Um, the thing is, what I love about and if and Louis and Maria, if you're listening, um, Maria is from Slovakia. Um, and what I love, we are talking about Slovakia. Yeah, right? Bratislava. Yeah, I'm just double checking. I've got this. I've got a little bit of a panic there. Um, what I do love about Bratislava is that it's almost like the German markets from 20 years ago when they first started. Because you walk around and like a, a hot wine is a euro. You can get hot red wine, you get hot black currant wine, which is lovely, very sweet, but very lovely. And then you get hot white wine. Do you think, you well, can. that's going to be horrible, but it's not. It's really, really good. Um, so 
what I really, really like about the whole of um, Bratislava, which I fall in love with, if you've ever been to Manchester, it's probably the same in London, you've got like different parts of the Christmas market, different parts of the city. Similar to that, you walk around the big Christmas market, um, the wine is really, really cheap, they've got a lovely, they got just, everyone just seems really happy and you can look up and you just see stuff that's like four, three, four, five, six hundred years old um, and everyone, and it's just really cool. I mean, there is, a, there are a lot more uh, stag do's now across in Bratislava uh, for a number of reasons, which we shall not go into. Um, however, despite that, it still feels very traditional and very much like you're going to the very first German market in Manchester, London, UK, whatever, 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. What did Instagram say? Instagram agreed with you, Al. 6 7% to Bratislava, 33 thought to they might. thought they might. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> so next we have The Hague or Den Haag and Leipzig. I would like to take The Hague. Okay. Well, in that case, then I will take Leipzig. Leipzig. Would you like to go first? Uh, Leipzig was cool. It was quite compact. Uh, thanks, Peanut. That's his collar shaking. Um, uh, c- quite compact. You basically walk into this big square where they've put, where everything, they just put all the markets there. But I think, as we said before, you can get all different kinds of food there. You can get fish and chips there. You can get German sausages, you'd imagine you would, like 16 different types of German sausages. They have them on these big, can you imagine a cartwheel? That sort of size, but it's got a metal bottom, a fire underneath, excuse me, I'm dribbling thinking about it, a fire underneath, and it's just packed with German sausages, (laughs) which they are just cooking away in this beautiful thing, and then sauerkraut in the middle. It is one of the most magnificent things you've ever seen. So I thought Leipzig was, or Leipzig, was fantastic, a great city, but very, very compact. It's, you don't feel very Christmassy until you walk through those arches into the square. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked it, but not as much as I liked The Hague. And I'll tell you for why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Hague, do you know what? The Hague was actually a bit of an accidental one, wasn't it? It was on our, um, our the same winter that we did our German market tour, and we were getting the ferry from the Hook of Holland over to Harwich, back to the UK. And we were looking for places to stay. And we thought, well, let's stay in The Hague. Because, um, I mean, you'd heard of it. That's where, like, the European Union Parliament people sit mm-hmm. and do important, clever things. So we thought we'd go. And it had a Christmas market, so we thought we'd check it out. And it is the most unique Christmas market. It's called the Royal Christmas Market. And it's like they've themed it on some kind of, like, Dickensian novel. Mm-hmm. Because it's you have carolers walking around in like Victorian costumes singing Christmas carols. And then you have like big barrels that are just filled with like woods. They're on fire so you can just stand next to them with your drink and your sausage. And, and then and it's just it's just very, very different to all the other ones we went to and such a surprise. Um, and the Hague is itself as a city is really pretty and we've never really spent much time there other than just the odd night passing through. But it looks really, really pretty. And I think if you want to go to, and I think we said this back on the Christmas market episode, just a Christmas market that's a little bit different. It's not your average, like, I'm sorry, that sounds mean. But sometimes if you're in a German market, you could be in Manchester, you could be in Mm -hmm. Liverpool, you could be in Germany. Whereas that was very unique um, to The Hague. So I would, I would, yeah, I would go back there every year. Fair enough. And what did Instagram say? Well, they agreed with me. Eighty-three percent Hague. And what's our final one? Our final one is Ghent versus Pula. Now, Ghent is in Belgium. It is. And Pula is in Istria, which is Croatia. It is. 
Um, couldn't really get much further apart in terms of mainland Europe, <laughs> could you? <laughs> Not much. No? Not much. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Ghent um, because I think what. And I think, again, with the view of like, if you're traveling back to the UK or traveling to the UK from somewhere else in Europe and need a place to stop, this is another place that we stopped in Ghent, wasn't it, when we were making Mm -hmm. our way um, last year or maybe the year before. And I think what I really liked about it is, again, it's got the little pretty markets and things like that. Um, But what I think I really liked about it is there was just a sense of real like, fun around again Christmas markets like normally maybe just the night we were there but usually see lots of families and there's kids and it's all very wholesome and lovely (laughs) it felt a bit cheeky the Ghent Christmas Mm. market there's like groups of like people in their 20s and 30s and just having like some drinks after work and and just yeah having like the odd like had like Jägermeister was like had like Jägermeister (laughs) tents didn't they it just felt a bit cheeky and a bit party which when you've been driving for like 12 hours Mm -hmm. and you just want to get a quick couple of drinks to then fall asleep as quickly as possible Mm -hmm. it was brilliant it was it was great and the reason we've chosen Pola is because obviously we live about 15 kilometers maybe not even that maybe 10 kilometers from Pola right now um, and it is a cool, they, they just, they really go to town. Um, this is the reason why I chose it. They've got a little Christmas tree. They've got a Christmas market, which we've not yet been, but we, our friends have, and they've sent pictures of. Um, I saw it being set up, and it was lovely. So And the ice skating. And oh, yeah, they've got an ice rink as well. So who who won on Instagram? Who Which one won? Um, to my surprise, actually, Ghent won. Right. Um, yeah. But I guess it may be a bit more, maybe more people have been or, but yeah, we'll check out Pula. We'll let you know. Maybe that's another episode in the future. There is one destination, Al, mm-hmm. that we have been to over Christmas that I did not include in the poll mm-hmm. because I believe it to be the one place that we don't argue about. And the one place I believe we would agree is the best place to spend in the lead up to Christmas. And we've not consulted Instagram we've about this. We've not consulted Instagram. Because... We've not even consulted each other about this yet. No. Should we on three? One. So one, two, three, say it. Ready? Okay, you count us in. One, two, three. Prague. Prague. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely not <laughs> re- rehearsed that. Genuinely had no idea she was going to say that. You're right. Prague is the tits. And that is definitely a technical term. Um, oh, my God. You. There's nothing to be said. Just if you've not been around Christmas, what the hell are you doing with your life? Prague is one of those places where I think if anyone is like an expat or, or, or travels a lot, enjoys city breaks in Europe, Prague is always a place that someone goes, oh, you have to go to Prague. It's amazing. And you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's people like, oh, you have to go into Istanbul. It's fabulous. And, and do you know what? It's one of the, I think it's one of the only places that so many people said to us, you have to go to Prague. You have to go to Prague. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went and now I'm like, no, no, they're all right. You have to go to Prague. Yep. It is, the Christmas markets there are another level. The Christmas trees, the lights, the decorations, the Christmas tree like dances every two hours to like some kind of tune and they have a light show The Home on Alone, it. they start it with the Home, home Alone, Alone theme tune. Of course that's how that's how they turn on the lights is by playing the home alone theme tune that's how cheeky these checks are is that they just they're just like do you know what i don't give a shit let's just do that um it is they've got several different places spread out across the whole city and you and if you like um <clears throat> if you like hot wine there's obviously hot wine it's verging on some of the pricier of oh the, totes yeah 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 um but if you just go off 
I don't want to say off-piste, but that's not really what I mean. But if you just kind of go off the main streets, you'll be able to find some great bars where you can go and get for like a couple of euros a big pint of Czech lager. Oh, God, it is just the most Pilsner Urkel. If you've ever had Pilsner Urkel in a bottle or a can, forget what you know. Go to Prague, have it fresh, where they deliver it every day, and they throw away what they don't use, and you've got to go and try that. So Mm -hmm. you have to go to Prague. So ignore all of the last 29 minutes because you need to go to Prague. If you've never been, then just go. If you've never been at Christmas, go. Just, yeah, just go. Prague is an amazing city anyway. You lay a Christmas on top of that and I'm just, I'm losing my freaking mind. Yeah. It's that good. And if you are going to go for a long weekend, just like three, three days or so, I would say stay in the center. Yes, it's touristy. Yes, you'll pay more, but everything is really accessible and that's yeah. just what you need. If you're going for a week, try somewhere like one of the districts. We've stayed in Prague 4 and Prague 6. Mm-hmm. Um, both really, really good cool places you get a lot more of a local feel away from the tourist thing if you're going to find more authentic restaurants and bars and that type of thing cafes um the sites are gorgeous as well anywhere in Prague is beautiful and the tram system is so good Mm -hmm. that you can get from any district into the center within like between 15 and 25 minutes depending on how you are it's dog friendly too it's just dead easy so yeah just go to Prague yeah absolutely Okay, so we are now running at 33 minutes, so I think this is probably our <laughs> longest one ever. Can you tell we're quite, we're quite passionate about this? We've been to Prague three years on the bounce. We've been to Germany like two or three years on the bounce. Um, we've been to Poland twice, three times. These are all amazing places. So uh, uh, if you're interested or if you've been to any of these places, then come tell us on Instagram, A Sideways Life. Search for us on Instagram, A Sideways Life. Tell us what you've done. Tell us what you like. And also, if there's somewhere we've not mentioned, and you're like, oh my God, you're talking about the most crusty place in Europe and you've not said here, well then tell us. Because I tell you what, if if Rona hasn't gone away by this time next year... I don't know where that was going, Leanne, but I'm guessing you were like, I want to go to new Christmas parties. I was full of fight and then it just hit the realisation that... Corona might not be gone, but it's you could it. see in her eyes there was like halfway through that she just lost it. She just she realised that Corona's probably here for a little while. But tell us where you'd recommend. Maybe we'll go at some point in the next ten to fifteen years. Yeah, exactly. We can do some kind of virtual background to pretend <laughs> we're there. Anyway, right, guys. So tomorrow, do you know? Do we tease tomorrow? I can't remember. Uh, I mean, we could. We don't know what we're doing yet, but we could certainly tease something and then have to make it happen. Well, why don't we say that tomorrow there is yet another episode. You lucky bastards. We'll let yet another episode of Podmas. It'll be episode 42 or something. Podmas day six. And it's going to be a total surprise to all of us, (laughs) all of us, including (laughs) us. So I hope you're having a great Christmas so far. And we'll see you tomorrow. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye.